Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Welcome back to our episode on Testimony Tuesdays. Hashtag TT. And basically this episode is about healing. Now we are aware that healing is a huge topic and I think that it needs to be in depth. So we, we have a three part episode on um, healing. So this part is basically just about like what's healing, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But then our next episode, it will be about um, what the Bible talks about in regards to healing. And then our third episode will be about how to manifest healing into your life. Right, so our anchor scripture is Isaiah 53, 5, and it says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes, he was healed. Now the part in regards to by his stripes, we are healed is very, very important. And I really feel like everybody should really have this in their mind throughout this whole episode, throughout this whole series on healing. Right, and also it's important for us to understand that by Jesus dying on the cross for us, it healed us of our own sins. And it also enabled us to heal other people through the word of God, through his word, you know, to open up a door for us you know through the holy spirit also we need to understand that jesus started healing from matthew so throughout matthew mark luke and john in the new testament jesus was healing he was showing the miracle signs and wonders that god is able to do bringing people to believe back believe god and to seek more of god for their trials and tribulation the things that they were going through Mm. he was showing them and he teaching his disciples in fact what they needed to do and throughout the whole of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, that's how he was teaching disciples. And then after Jesus died. Yeah, so by him dying, it enabled us to be healed from our sins. And it also enabled us to heal people, you know, through obviously the power of the Holy Spirit and his word. And then obviously prior to the New Testament, in the Old Testament, a lot of healing happened as a result of God using people to heal others. So because of what Jesus did for us to receive healing. Um, When I was explaining about him teaching us to heal, he was teaching disciples. And if you've noticed in Acts, when Jesus told them to wait for the Holy Spirit to come upon them, that's when they were able to go out to perform miracle signs and wonders just as Jesus did. And it all came down to believing in God and to accepting God that he is the way, the truth and the life. So yeah, if you haven't been baptized already by the holy spirit because remember guys there's two types of um baptism baptism there's the um baptism by the holy spirit and baptism of like water acts one verse eight guys acts one verse eight as pash just said so it's important guys to uh, like if you don't already have the holy spirit it's okay you know ask your pastor to help you to be able to receive the holy spirit because once you receive the holy spirit that's when the true power comes upon you because you know obviously at the start of the whole bible even god had to rely on the holy spirit in order to actually make everything around us today like he called upon the holy spirit and obviously by um jesus dying it now enabled us to have the holy spirit so that we aren't alone 
understand so everything in which we do should be done with the holy spirit we're gonna get into that a bit more as we go on yeah yeah because that's a big topic as well the holy spirit right so what is healing so i have two types of like um meanings on healing so we have like natural type of healing and that's the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again as a result of healing or to be healed now we have the spiritual one which means about the in order for us to be healed spiritually we need to have a combination of prayer and faith in order to have divine intervention to allow healing to come upon us right so in terms of healing there's all kinds of healings like we have emotional healing physical healing like healing isn't just about having a wound no healing is about the things that happen in our lives or the the things that happen to us that cause us to be hurt that cause us to go through all these things in life like for example um i know we always use this as an example but if like you're in a relationship you know and you have heartbreak there needs to be some form of healing in order for you to um, get over that and to be healed from that you know it's not an easy process but by praying and having faith in god and seeing that you know what things are happening in my life but this pain that i'm currently experiencing is not forever god is working behind the scenes and i remember the other day i was playing um a preaching very very powerful preaching and every single time i hear this man preach it literally oh i feel it i feel like he's speaking to me every single time i won't say who it is but um what is it yeah so he was just talking about how like we need to make sure that anything in which we experience as children anything in which we experience back then in our lives that have now caused us to be hurt and for us to now bring all that hurt into our present life that can cause an immense amount of damage so we need to make sure that first of all we acknowledge that you know we are currently experiencing something that has caused us harm that has a detrimental impact on who we are today and then praying about it Right, so now we are planning to go into Matthew 9.20. Kishoy, if you'd like to talk us through that. So we've realised that there's different types of healing. There's healing through faith, believing in God that he's able to heal you, wholeheartedly believing in it, and prayer. There's also laying of hands that could be normal laying of hands or with anointing oil, and also being released from your sins. We've understood that sins can also be a reason why you're not being healed is blocking you from being healed so in matthew 9 starting from verse 18 to 26 i'm not going to read into it i'm just going to give you a brief background so there was a woman with a flow of blood and she had a flow of blood for 12 years wait a second can we just really deep that like to be on your period for 12 years non-stop experiencing all that pain experiencing all that hormones you know like being in your period i'm like guys who's actually playing this is not an easy thing and sometimes her period is every month from three days till seven days if you're lucky if you're lucky and even till this day me being on my period i hate it i hate it i'm sorry like the pain is too much being hormonal i'm angry irritated annoyed some people don't have symptoms, but others, they have the worst. And sometimes, I know, yeah. I know that my childhood wasn't a very pleasant wasn't the one. the best, the pain. There's some people that's next to me that used to laugh at my pain. Listen, I was young. I was young. But now, you know what? I, I, I don't even have pain anymore. But the point is, even prior to you having your, your period, yeah, there's also pre-menstrual symptoms as well. Pre-menstrual symptoms. It's not easy, guys. Leading up t- to the period... You're feeling all kinds of way annoyance. Yeah. I will cuss you out because I'm annoyed at nothing. 
Like, it's not easy. Like, it's not easy. Just to show you, yeah, I'm sorry. Continue your story. So she had a flow of blood for 12 years. And she was healed because of her faith. But let us just go into that a bit more, yeah? Surely this affected her emotionally, obviously. Mentally, obviously. Obviously. Because us women, when we even have it for seven days, is a problem. It's too much, man. So for, for us, for her to have it for 12 years. <laughs> Non-stop. That was serious. It's like, imagine it's, like the embarrassment as well. Because sometimes like if you're leaking, sorry guys, hey! but if you're leaking, that can also cause some form of like embarrassment as well. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's not easy. She went through a lot in, in that 12 years. 12 years of pain. It was a lot. Now, there's also a, another example in the same scripture. I'm going to link both of them. There was a little girl and... 12 years old. She was 12 years old as well. And her father went to Jesus and asked him to come and heal his daughter, restore her back to life because she died. Mm. Now, it was because of the father's faith why this little girl was healed. Mm. And it was because of the faith of the woman with the flow of blood, which is why she was healed. Now, we want to go into that a bit more. She believed that if she touched his garments, because remember, Jesus was passing by and this woman heard that Jesus was coming. She heard and she basically made sure that she was going to be there to make sure that she this it. she was receiving this mm. healing. And it all, listen, how are you going to have so much faith and believe that this one man... Just by touching his garment. Just by touching his garment, not grabbing hold of it, not taking it and wear it, not putting it over your head, thinking it's an anointing blanket. Not even speaking to him. <laughs> not even... Yeah, listen. She just wanted to touch... Touch his garments to receive healing. If that is not faith, I don't know. I'm sorry. And even after... Even after she was healed, yeah. Jesus said, Your faith has made you well. Your faith has... Like, every single time he heals anybody in the Bible who has faith, he said, Do you have faith? Do you believe that this will happen? And that's when the healing takes place. Because you need to believe that it will happen in order for it to happen. Understand? Like, it all starts in the mind. If, like, is there any point a pastor praying for you, or us even talking about this, if they don't even believe that it will happen for you? Exactly. Even the man going to Jesus and saying, um, my, in verse 18, my daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her and she will, be, she will live. Oh! Even after she died. How is this man going to Jesus and asking him to come and restore his daughter back to life? If this is not faith, if this is not faith, and there's so many more examples in the Bible, we always talk about Abraham because mm. he is the father of faith. Mm. This is where it began. And these people understood that when you have faith in God, when you're, listen, the anointing that was upon Jesus, and we need to understand that it was after Jesus came out of the wilderness, filled with the Holy Spirit, that these things were happening. If you don't believe that God is able to do this, if you're not believing that this situation that you're going through right now, God is able to change it, then you're just going to be stuck in the same place. It's true. And obviously, like, right now in our church, it's the year of faith. Like, we walk by faith and not by sight. Second so, Corinthians 5, 7. Yeah, so if I was, like, if I was currently playing this podcast, I would think, you know what? This podcast has come across me for a reason. This is not by accident. Things don't just happen by accident. So how are you going to use this year to exercise your faith? How are you going to use this time to take something from this episode to then be healed? 
because really and truly healing can happen in all kinds of ways we don't have to physically speak to you or to be there with you in order for healing to take place healing can happen just as you're hearing the word of god just as, as you're hearing this podcast because everything in which we do on this podcast we always pray first understand like this isn't just us coming on here we come here to tell you guys about the like his word through testimonies to change your life and to heal you as well it, it don't even have to be like physical healing it can be mental healing like what is currently in your mind here that needs to be removed from your mind self-doubt like a lack of confidence anything could be happening currently to show in it yes that's correct like like natasha was saying that in our church we are walking by faith this year not by sight like this month may is our um our month of violent faith we are taking things by force you need to grab onto god's word by force go to god in prayer believe the word that you're saying to him don't just say god um i need you to heal me from this situation heal my heart because a lot of things start from entering into your heart and it starts affecting your mind and everything around you 100 percent. because proverbs twelve twenty five says an anxious heart weighs a man down an anxious man do- uh, an, anxious <laughs> an anxious heart, heart weighs, a, weighs man a, man a man down it definitely it does it all starts from the heart and i was gonna say like if you guys really want to go deep into seeing more healing that jesus did read the whole of matthew 9 there's different type of healing in there there's healing where god where jesus healed the blind man there's healing where the mute man speaks imagine you've never spoke in your life and jesus just came to you and said you're healed amen like you guys this is not just for believers all those who are unbelievers and you don't know god yet or your heart is telling you to seek god this is your time this is your time to rise up and know god there's a lot of people in the world that's dying because of this covid19 it's not a pleasant thing but you need to start seeking god for guidance because if you actually reflect and look back on your life you start to wonder where has it where has it all gone I actually also want to go into John John 5 verse 8. Right, guys, there was another healing. And this one is the one I resonate to the most. Because the things this man did just to get his healing, you guys need to understand that if you really want God to heal you, if you really believe that God is able to do this for you, you would do anything to make sure you get it. You would do anything. So in John 5, I'm going to read just a small bit of it. So there was a man and he was filled... There was a man and he was by a river and this river was called the Sheep Gate. So it was a pool where people used to go and receive healing. So in those days, people that were sick, the the blind, the lame, the paralyzed, people were waiting for the the moving of the water so they can receive healing. Now there was this one particular man and he had infirmity for 38 years, Jesus. He had an infirmity for 38 years. And Jesus was actually walking past and saw him laying there. And then he, Jesus basically asked him, do you want to be well? When there's a healing, Jesus will always ask you, do you want to be well? Do you think I'm able to do this? Do you believe? And the man was saying, you know, I don't have anyone to put me in the pool. That's not what he asked you. He asked you, do you want to be made well? Sometimes when you're going to God, you need to be, you need to be, what's the word? Specific. Specific. You need to be specific on what you want, what you want him to do for you. 
because he asked a simple instruction. All he had to say was yes or no. But he was given an excuse because other people were going into the water before him. That's not what Jesus, that's not what God asked. If you believe that God is able to do this, grab onto it with all your might. Tash, I agree with you 110%. Now is the time to take dominion over your life. Take control, you know, allow God to work. Allow him to heal you. Whatever you're experiencing, allow him to erase that, yeah? Amen and amen. Right, so now it's time to introduce my very special guest. Like, his name is Stephen and he's absolutely incredible. Like, he came to me and he told me about his healing process. And I just kind of feel like... Everyone needs to understand that God is able to heal in all kinds of ways, in all kinds of forms, and he is always working. So, hello, Stephen. Thank you so much for um, coming on to his word. How are you today? And what has God done for you? Hi, I'm good. Hi, my name's Stephen. I'm 23 years old. I'm a strong believer in Jesus Christ, my Lord and Saviour. And I want to share a couple of testimonies with you today. The first of them, um, they both relate to kind of healthcare related situations and I just wanted to kind of forecast my my faith in God and how God has really shown and repaid my faith and shown his power in my situation specifically towards health so my first situation was when I was a teenager I was about 15 16 uh year 11 so last year of, of secondary school or high school and uh I'm, I'm a big football lover so i play football with my friends i watch football etc so just one normal um afternoon I, I can't remember if it was at school or somewhere else I, play, I was playing football and i uh i think i tripped or fell down and i landed on my knee um but it was a very normal kind of incident it wasn't anything awkward or untoward i just kind of fell and, and landed on my knee so went home uh my knee was kind of hurting a bit but you know when you play sport and a part of your body hurts you don't really you might treat it for the evening and then by the next day it's fine you just sleep on it so that's what i did but it kind of didn't go away so you know you're looking at it for two days for three days and this knee problem is not starting to go away and then in fact my situation my knee was actually starting to swell up um which was not good so you know i'd put ice on it i'd put like different rubs and gels on it kind of thing but you know it just wouldn't go away it would keep swelling up keep swelling up and it got it swelled up to the point where i actually couldn't bend my knee um so i was still going about my normal day i was going to school like when you think about just walking everywhere and in general life and obviously at that age you know it's like you don't even have a car not that i would be able to drive but you don't have a car um kind of things so you're just you're, you're walking to school you're getting the bus here you're going with your friends here and there um you're just going about your normal business i was doing all of this whilst I, I couldn't bend my knee so i was literally just limping everywhere like i think people actually take for granted how much you bend your knee in a day even to sit down like you, you bend your knee in in so many different situations i literally couldn't bend one of my knees um in, in my everyday life and you know i didn't actually know the reason why i knew how i hurt it but i didn't know why i wasn't able to bend my knee and it was just swelling up swelling up so i went to the doctors um with my mum who is a pharmacist so she's a healthcare professional um she kind of guided me through the process and i did various scans um scan the scans themselves took like a good two or three weeks for me to book appointments and get them in so all, all of this whilst i'm living my normal teenage life without without being to bend without being able to bend my knee kind of thing i put some protective measures on it but it was nothing that was going to help me heal so I, I did the scans, blah, 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 got my results back. And it basically, 
told me that I had torn the uh, cartilage in my left knee and cartilage is basically like a, a tissue or a bunch of tissues within your knee that kind of support your joints and they're kind of there as a protective measure and I told them that's what's, that was basically making my knee swell up so and basically the, the, the talk was that I, I basically needed surgery even though I was quite young at that age they basically said that it wasn't going to heal until I had surgery so if you're aware of the surgery processes in this country you basically have to uh, book one and wait for a slot to become available in the specific like specialist hospital and blah 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 so it takes a matter of months before you can actually get your surgery so you know I'd already gone like at least a couple of months with this knee injury but I'd, I was just carrying on and, and waiting for potential surgery so I am um, whilst this was going on and once I got when once I got the results I prayed about it a couple of times with my pastor so in person he anointed my knee with oil and kind of prayed about it on a couple of occasions a couple of occasions um along with my mom and you know people in my family just kind of praying about it praying for healing but it wasn't until one particular time where my pastor actually prayed about the knee injury over the phone and i think he i think he anointed me with oil through the phone so he did a anointing procedure through the phone he was telling me and then after that, so I think this this was a Saturday, then by the Monday or the Tuesday, um, my knee just started to feel a lot better. So I used to wear a protective brace on it. And I remember like one one time I just went to school and I forgot to wear it. And I came back and I saw it in my room and I was like, oh, so I haven't been wearing this thing all day. And my knee is fine. Like, I haven't had any knee problems kind of thing. And, you know, long story short, my, my knee was basically healed. And I, I believe it was through the power and the... Yeah, just the power of God ultimately and, and the faith that me and my family and my pastor had in him to perform such an act that, you know, I I, I was being told I needed surgery um, to, to be, able, be able to walk freely again. But, you know, God showed his power. God showed, you know, that if you are a faithful servant, you know, he'll repay you in so many different ways. So, uh, you know, I took a lot of strength from that because I'd heard, heard and seen... Um, videos of loads of testimonies in the past to do with healing and you know you hear in the bible even god god can heal people from from the dead and you know make a blind person see and stuff like that you, you hear all of this but you don't really the reality of it doesn't really hit you until it happens to either someone basically in your household or really close to you or yourself so that was the first time where it really really hit me like a ton of bricks and i think it really you know led me to have an air of confidence to to kind of what I want to do in my life in terms of being close to God and kind of having faith in him in every situation that I kind of be in. So that was my first eye-opener to God's healing power. Okay, so the second part of my testimony is more up-to-date and especially with the current situation we are in at the moment. So with COVID-19, um, a couple of months ago when we started to go on lockdown, I got a couple of letters through the post and uh, some texts through my phone from you know the NHS official official letters saying that I was a high risk patient um, with regards to COVID. Um, so this confused me because I you know haven't really had any serious health issues in God knows how long. The only the only thing I've had in recent times was about six or seven months ago when I had an eye operation um, just re- relating to something. Um, a little bit long term but it wasn't it wasn't anything again life or death or serious in terms of you know I could I could potentially die from it so 
you know, I was, I was very confused when I got, you know, these pieces of information. I spoke to my mom about it, who I've mentioned is, is a pharmacist, healthcare professional. So, you know, she was, she was also very confused. She, she has all my healthcare records, not only as a mother, but as a pharmacist as well. So she has good view of like me as a, as a patient. And she, she was also confused as to why I was being put in this category. So we just kind of left it, you know, we both, we, we live in a Christian household with, with our whole family. So, you know, we had the faith um, that God, whatever would happen, God would be in control. And, you know, I wouldn't be in, in that situation. Maybe it was a mistake or something, but we just left it. Um, so it wasn't until last week I got a call from my GP, uh, which in itself was strange because A, I hadn't booked any appointments recently and B, I, uh, all the GPs are closed as far as I know because of COVID. So they're only doing specially related appointments. So I uh, answered the call and the woman said was basically reinforcing the fact that I was a high risk patient and she wanted to set up a meeting with the nurse um, uh, whenever uh, whatever time suited me to go through this high level care plan which was going to be an in-depth look at um, how I maintain this high risk that I have and blah 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 and just basically talking me getting the GP to monitor my health throughout this COVID-19 period and I said hold on like I don't recall having any serious health issues in the last um god knows how many years as far as I can remember so can you please you know look through your records and check to see why I've been categorized as, as high risk in this situation and she said okay so she went off she put me on hold for a good like four or five minutes and she came back and said that oh I've been speaking to your doctor and you know we saw in your records that you have asthma and I said okay pause first of all I haven't I actually forgot I even had asthma because it was such a long time ago when I was like seven or eight I used to um, have like breathing pro- problems sometimes where I would wheeze and like need an in- inhaler basically to just kind of control my breathing and just make sure especially what, if I did like exercise um, that you know I wouldn't <laughs> start choking it or whatever so um, but yeah th- this was like you know when I was seven or eight and I'm now 23 so you know you can do the math on that one so I said, um, yeah, I've, I haven't had any asthma-related incidents in, in, in forever and a day, so I don't know if that is the reason why you guys are categorising me as high risk for uh, coronavirus, then I think you're wrong because I'm definitely, like, not not even... I wouldn't even classify myself as asthmatic anymore. Like, I don't I don't put it on forms, I don't put it on anything. So and she said, yeah, well, if, if that is your current situation, then, you know she basically accepted that they got it wrong and she'll take me off the list for for being high risk and they basically won't contact me again unless unless I contact them basically when I said okay yeah that's fine um and just kind of left it left it at that basically so that was that was fine um and then even what I mentioned as recent as today um my my Barak uh also contacted contacted me to say that oh they had looked through my GP's records and you know they'd seen that I was high risk and blah 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 and I just basically said look I spoke to my GP last week um basically told them the situation about the asthma thing but because it was so long ago and I'm, I'm all good and I'm all healthy then you know there's there's nothing to worry about and you can take me off your list as well and I think that situation basically showed to me that the confidence that I had that you know God always been controlling these kind of situations because I I really had the experience with my knee and God had really healed me. Added to the fact that I've heard testimony after testimony, um, both in real life and kind of over over TV and over video. So I was more than confident that God was always in control. And 
it wasn't if it was something that I prayed about a little bit, maybe one or two prayers, but it wasn't something that I like prayed and fasted and really was like, oh, like get this COVID out of my system. Like, let me not be high risk. But I think it was just that that confidence that I had, you know, like like God is here. Like God, like can literally turn around and you know, God's got my back kind of thing, which is what put my mind and put my heart at ease throughout the um the news because that that situation could have really really like receiving those letters and texts basically saying that I was high risk to COVID and I need to self-isolate for 12 weeks that could really really have rocked someone mentally and physically and you know really really change their whole outlook on life kind of thing so but because I have that confidence you know in my lord that he's always in control in whatever situation I I am in I said no and yeah just kind of rejected it and that's the main message I wanted to get across to people was you know no matter what the health care professionals say and as good as they are and as many lives as they save God is always in control and God is the ultimate decision maker in all scenarios so whether you are you know whether you've stubbed your toe and it's an annoying pain or whether you you know you have cancer God is always in control and if you have faith in him he'll always be the one to take you out of any situation and his his word is always final so if god, if god tells you that you know he doesn't want an, a particular injury to persist or he doesn't want you to die anything like that he he will be the one to make that final choice um and he'll put the healthcare professionals in place to help you um he'll he'll work through them he works through doctors he works through these people but he always has the final say so and that's how miracles happen and that's the confidence that you know i want to encourage people to have in our lord and savior because i think that is the same confidence that i had and that's why you know i'm <laughs> i say happily living my life through covid i don't think <laughs> i don't think a lot of people are happy during this covid period but you know i'm I'm happy and i'm blessed that you know i still have my life i still have my family to to get through this period and yeah i just want to keep encouraging everyone to stay connected to god and those who are not as connected to God as they feel they should be, use this period where you're not doing a lot in your life otherwise to stay connected to him. And then when you when we are allowed out and you know lockdown is lifted, you can walk around and face any situation with the confidence that God has your back. Amen. Thank you. Amen, Stephen. Amen. Love that. I heard this twice, yeah, but each time I hear it, I get something new from it. Like the way he was able to be healed over the phone, like, come on over the phone and for you to have that amount of faith to believe that you know what I can do it through the phone I don't have to be there physically to heal this person like that's amazing like you guys need to understand that Stephen he didn't worry about it you know he left it all to God and sometimes in life yeah actually all the time in life anytime you're going through anything leave it to God like he will take care of it like Stephen he understood like that God was able to heal him he knew that God had the power like he knew that through this divine intervention of prayer and faith he could have been healed and like this links back to episode one with Alana and how she was healed and what's incredible is that they both had faith they both and understood that it was God who could change that. It was God who could make some kind of change in their lives and to heal them of their illness. So thank you again, Stephen, for coming on to his word. We are so grateful and amazed by your testimony. And furthermore, if there's anyone out there who has been impacted by our our, our podcast, please let us know. Like, we'd love to hear um, feedback. We'd love to know what God has done for you. Like, how has he healed you? Like, is it, has he healed you emotionally? Has he healed you 
in any other way. Like for me personally, I experienced healing when I moved back to Coventry. Like in terms of my mindset, like I was very, very depressed and I was healed from that. So healing, as I already stated, occurs in all kinds of forms. Sometimes it's, you know, the physical aspects of healing, but other times it's the emotional and the mental aspects of healing. Guys, this is just the beginning of healing. There is more coming and do not miss the second episode. Make sure to share it with all your friends. You know, if you have testimonies, please let us know. We are so happy to hear them. Like, I'm learning. Tasha, you learning? I'm definitely learning. We're all learning every day of the week. Every Tuesday we're learning. And the more we play the podcast, the more that you go over the podcast again, you will hear new things. Understand. And we are learning not just only by listening to our own podcast and the messages that you guys bring through your testimonies. It enables us to go back into God's word where it all begins, where we can also receive healing in our hearts, healing in our minds, healing, healing emotionally. Because in life, a lot of things can affect you a lot. But we are so grateful that we are here to share Stephen's wonderful testimony today. It's mind-blowing. It's it's a miracle what God can do for you if you believe. When you hold on to that promise that God mm. is able to heal. You know, he says, by his stripes you are healed. Mm. And you know what, Stephen, like, I know him personally, and he's a wonderful man, like, God will surely bless this man, like, the way Amen. he has supported our business, Stephen, Stephen, Jesus, listen, remember him, God will bless you, remember he him, will Lord. keep you, Stephen, he, like, he has such a clean heart, and that's why things happen for him, because he doesn't have any, like, bad blood in him at all, at all, He's just an incredible guy. And again, th thank you ever so much for sharing your testimony and just being, uh, and just allowing people to be healed through your own experiences of God. And we're so grateful that you were able to share it because it en enabled us to go deeper into healing. Yeah, enabled 100%. us to share more with you guys yeah. and to have such a wider understanding of why, why we need healing, why we should believe that God is able to heal. It is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, like, it you know, enables your spiritual walk to even build that relationship with God. Exactly. Like if you're a person who has issues when, when it comes to sex or like porn or whatever, read your Bible. You will hear something like God will direct you at the right point in that Bible to have a verse to speak out to you. Anyway, guys, remember... Hear his word, speak his word, and, and share his word. His word is God's word. Hey, his word is God's word. Hey, his word is God's word. Hello, his word is God's word. Yeah, his word is his, 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 his.